everybody another edition here of the auburn undercover podcast on the 24 7 sports network my name is nathan king we're obviously getting closer to auburn football's first game without brian harson saturday night in starkville against mississippi state but for all the drama that was surrounding the football program this week the fans inside neville arena had a nice cathartic night watching uh, auburn basketball play for the first time this season, this preseason, actually, so it's an exhibition game. Obviously, they do not open the regular season until Monday against George Mason, but we still got an opportunity to see what Bruce Pearl's ninth Auburn team will look like in an exhibition win Wednesday over UAH. Auburn won 87-69. to Jalen Williams was 16 points. The senior forward was their number one scorer in the game. Alan Flanagan looked really good. We got an opportunity to see a massive lineup. Everybody on the team played with the exception of Chance Westry because he's still out with that knee injury. And as we bring in here, Mr. Mark Murphy, um, who's also at the game last night, Mark, you know, we, like I just mentioned, you, we got a chance to see everybody. I mean, Bruce was, Bruce talked in the preseason about how much he likes his depth and how that's going to be the strength of this team. This will be the deepest game probably all year. Maybe, maybe some blowouts in non-con because you get a chance to play everybody, but, um, at least in this exhibition setting, it was a true 11-man rotation. Guys like Trey Donaldson and Stretch Akingbola, who maybe were thought to be near the near the bottom of the bench, they had several stretches of the game where they were uh, where they were able to play in the rotation. Yeah, the 15 guys played, 11 scholarship guys, and as you mentioned, Chance Westry is out. He was sitting on the bench. He's probably three weeks or so out from being cleared to play, and uh, you know he's going to be a strong candidate to be a starter once he's back healthy and ready to go, Nathan. And, uh, you know, it was an interesting starting lineup. <laughs> it's not exactly what I expected a couple of weeks ago. It would be their first starting lineup. Uh, you know, when they're in Israel, they change the lineup all the time. And uh, I think, you know, Bruce Pearl likes to get a set lineup and stay with it for the whole season. It's going to be interesting to see if he does that this year because he certainly has got a lot of different options. And, uh uh, you're exactly right. Jalen Williams was really good. Six to six from the field, made his only three pointer, had a nice uh, reverse slam dunk um, on an athletic play, played good defense. Um, only problem is he fouled out. I thought one of the fouls was a little bit bogus, but hey, it was good to see him play aggressive defensively. And I thought the team played pretty good defense on uh, the preseason poll and uh, a team that it's probably going to be good enough to make a run uh, in the NCAA Division II tournament. So all in all, I thought it was a pretty good exhibition game. Uh, they got a lot out of it. I think they saw different types of defenses, different types of zones. They saw some full-court pressure. They saw half-court traps. Uh, and I thought overall Auburn handled it fairly well. Yeah, something you brought up to Bruce Pearl after the game, you know, getting like like you mentioned, a, a quality Division Two team. Bruce said, you know, you, he thought UAH represented themselves well and and played and played well. They they played their style of basketball that we expected in this game. There were a lot of they they, they reminded you a little bit of that Final Four Auburn team. I mean, they'd have a two on one transition and a guy would pull up <laughs> pull up from three. So they certainly had no hesitation there. There were a couple stretches in this game, uh, maybe three or four, where they. You know, we, we, Auburn would be up 18, and UAH would hit a couple threes and get a couple stops on defense, and it, you know the lead would come down to 11 or 12. And so, you know, like you mentioned, there there were challenges here and there, but overall, this was 
a deeper Auburn team that uh, that was able to kind of impose its will down the stretch. Yeah, a couple couple seniors were obviously the standout guys. You mentioned Jalen Williams, ultra efficient performance for him. Anytime you don't miss a shot, that's that's pretty nice. And anytime you lead the team in scoring while you do that, that's impressive. But also something we were talking about during the game, Mark, was he played most of the second half with four fouls and was still playing at a really um, efficient rate there. And so, you know, Yoan Treor did start at the four. We'll see how that goes. Like you mentioned, that the four spot is such a strength for them. I feel like it doesn't really matter who you start. You're going to get great production out of both of those guys. But the other senior standout in this game, which was really good for Auburn to see, was Alan Flanagan. Had 11 points, so, you know, not necessarily igniting the, the scoreboard, but he had a, a couple really athletic plays. Um, Jalen Williams talked about his first step being really good. That's something you like to hear when you have a guy who is coming off of an Achilles injury. And, you know, Mark, all last season, both him and Bruce Pearl would be the first ones to admit that he never really got his groove back coming off of that injury. It was, you know, he missed the first 11 games and then just never got back to his old self. He had another preseason setback this year, of course. You know, he missed a couple weeks of practice while dealing with a with a personal matter. But his teammates and his coaches talked a lot about that experience in the G League camp, working with professionals, improving his game. They all thought he was he was in store for a big season. And again, he had 11 points in an exhibition game. So it's not we're not necessarily crowning him SEC player of the year. But if he is able to return at least... 75% to the form that he was as a sophomore, which that's what you mentioned to me during the game yesterday. It's like, well, he looks like he did as a sophomore right now, just the way he's moving across the court. Um, that would be really, really big for this team this season, this season, especially in a spot they really struggled in last year. They didn't get a lot of production out of that three spot. One of the things he did uh, in the game last night, Nathan, that he couldn't do last year, he t- took a pass in the corner and he just like exploded toward the basket and had a left-hand tomahawk dunk before the defense could get back and react. And, you know, he wasn't quick enough to do that last year. That was something he could do as a sophomore. And uh, he had six rebounds. Uh, He got 11 points, only took seven shots, and he had three steals. And uh, I thought he played really good defense, too. So, you know, he's been playing well in practice, and uh, they need his athletic ability because he's one of those kind of guys that's uh, plus-plus when you look at – Overall athletic ability, things he does well. Uh, certainly one of the better athletes Bruce Pearl has had and going into his ninth season at Auburn. And, uh, you know, Allen is not afraid to take the big shot with a game on the line. And, and you need some guys like that because, you know, the guys who did it last year, they're gone. And uh, they're in the NBA, so they're going to need some go-to guys this year. He's certainly one of those guys. Um, I think Wendell Green might be one of those guys. And certainly KD Johnson's not afraid to take a shot with the game on the line. And, you know, KD uh, uh, matched Jalen Williams in the plus minus category. So when uh, KD was on the floor, Auburn outscored um, UAH by 23 points. Now, KD didn't have a good game offensively. He was over six from three point range. He needs to do better at that, but he makes things happen. And most of the time it's good. Not always, but most of the time, Nathan. Yeah, and he just brings such a good energy to them, especially on the defensive side. Um, and something you know, Bruce Pearl mentioned was, you know, like you said, the, the plus minus was great for him. He struggled on offense, but Bruce said, you know, every other area of the floor, he affected things um, very well. And that's kind of that that veteran presence you get with him. We got a look at um, a bunch of newcomers in this game. So like we mentioned, Yoan Treor. The five-star freshman started at power forward. Nice game for him. Couple dunks. Uh, made a three-pointer. Looked pretty comfortable 
on offense. He had nine points on four of six shooting in the game. You had John I. Broom, the Moorhead State transfer, who, again, came off the bench. Auburn started Dylan Cardwell in this game, but you have to expect that Broom is, Broom is going to be their guy at the five this season. But Bruce was you know, just tinkering with his lineups here. Uh, Broom struggled at the free throw line. That was probably the biggest thing with him. Went two of seven. And Bruce Pearl did mention after the game he's got a minor ankle injury. Um, he didn't even call it that. He just said it's a bum ankle. He's, he's you know, not able to to bounce on it a lot right now. And so that, that makes sense because he only played 10 minutes in this game. So, you know, they'll start to see that go up as he heals over the next couple weeks. And then somebody you you pointed out after the game, Mark, Trey Donaldson had a great game, not only uh, 10 points and got an opportunity to run that offense as a as a backup point guard, the true freshman who was going to obviously going to play football at Auburn, decided to to just play basketball. He's a good-looking offensive player, and he also led the team in rebounding, too, with uh, with seven of them. So a, a comfortable start for him uh, in his first game at Auburn, obviously just an exhibition. But, um, yeah, we got a good look at those at those newcomers. And like you mentioned, we'll get to see Westry here within the next couple of weeks. Nathan, didn't you like just the way Trey Donaldson just was calm out there on the court and aggressive? Yep. And he just looked like he fit in. He looked like he was a junior out there. He didn't look like a – true freshman and uh you know he's a guy that wasn't even a full-time basketball player in high school uh he was certainly spent a lot of time in football and uh sometimes you know guys who are playing multiple sports in high school when they decide to concentrate on one in college it takes them a while you know to catch up with the other guys who've been concentrating like say basketball and nothing but basketball for years and boy to me that was one of the real highlights of the game and you mentioned uh, Johan. Uh, it didn't take a lot of shots, four or six, but uh, uh, he was one of three from three-point range. He needs to be one of these guys that can count on to hit three-pointers like Jabari Smith was last year at that position because, you know, that's still a concern. How well is this team going to shoot three-pointers? They weren't real good um, against UAH. They were 0-11 on three-pointer in the second half on three-pointers, and that, boy, that's just not good enough. When they play stronger competition, they're going to have to get better at that. They were 6-27 for the game. Uh, a little bit of a continuation of struggling on threes from their three exhibition games over in Israel. So they got a bunch of guys who can make three-pointers. They just got to step up and do it at a better rate. And, you know, when you take out um, Jabari Smith's three-point stats from last year, the rest of the team shot under 30% from three. It was 29-something. So uh, – Definitely an area for improvement. Trey Donaldson, I've seen him hit lots of three-pointers in practice. So he's a possibility to uh, help that statistic, Nathan. Yeah, and that was something brought up by Bruce Pearl after the game. Like you like you mentioned, said, you know, we didn't shoot it well in Israel. He said, you know, we haven't shot it very well in the preseason, and we didn't shoot it well tonight. So um, you know, getting getting a guy like Westry will help that, that back, um, get that number back up a little bit too. He's a good three-point shooter. Um, relative struggles on the foul line in this game. Um, a lot of that, though, came from from John I. Broom. Um, if you take out his foul shots, Auburn goes twenty one of twenty seven on the foul line, which is which is not not a terrible mark. Um, you know, Dylan Cardwell went zero of two, but everybody else was had a pretty decent mark on the game. Um, and then the turnovers were probably the uh, the only other thing that Bruce Pearl talked about as being a you know again first first opportunity of the season. Um, of the preseason, but Auburn did have 18 turnovers. Now they forced 25 of them. And uh, let me see here. They scored a lot. Of, they scored 31 points off turnovers, um, had 53 bench points in the game. So it was a well-rounded performance as we, as we get set now for this team to actually open the season 
on Monday against George Mason. What are a couple things that you're going to be looking for? Um, maybe for this team, not necessarily to improve from this game, because again, it is just kind of, there, there were weird lineups. Bruce Pearl was trying all kinds of weird stuff, but, but what are a couple things that you'll be looking at from this team heading into that game that you, that you want to see from them on opening night? Nathan, I think this team has got a chance to be really good at rebounding last year. They were third in the league in uh, rebound margin. Um, Kentucky was just sort of dominated that stat with Sheboy, uh, the national player of the year. But Auburn was really good in that. But I think uh, even without Walker Kessler, even without Jabari Smith, I think this team can be even more effective rebounding. And uh, they were plus 14 in this game. Uh, they had 42 rebounds. Uh, this should be a really good offensive rebounding team as well as a good defensive rebounding team. And that's something to watch for the opening game on Monday night and throughout the season because, you know, not just the bigs can rebound. You know, Alan Flanagan, it's 6'6", six, six, the small forward. He's a really good rebounder. I believe Chris Moore, who also plays that position, is a really good rebounder. And uh, there's just a, a good athletes at the guard spots, too, so there's no reason they shouldn't be able to run down those long rebounds uh, on missed three-pointers like Trey Donaldson did. Uh, defensively, um, we saw him play – Full court pressure, a pretty good bit more, more than most of Bruce Pearl's teams have, and uh, thought they were pretty effective at that at times. They didn't always get steals, but they made uh, the Chargers really work to get the ball in bounds and get it up court, and helped um, you know probably helped them tire them out a little bit. And uh, I thought that uh, you know I think you know when you're as deep as Auburn is, I think Bruce Pearl's seriously thinking about playing this style of play the whole season. So that's certainly something to watch. Yeah, because like you mentioned, that down the, down the stretch of the game, you saw just passing lanes were getting tighter. Um, you know, UH, UAH didn't have the the manpower that Auburn did, and you started seeing some of those lanes get broken, some of those breakaway steals, some of those transition buckets. Um, and that's when this team can really shine, when they get out and they're able to show their athleticism. So Auburn wins on Wednesday night back inside Neville Arena. Um, new AD John Cohen was there, shaking, uh, shaking hands, kissing babies, um, getting to getting to meet the Auburn basketball team. He was hanging out with some students a little bit. We should have an opportunity to to have an intro presser with him. I would imagine here um, within the next few days, but you know he'll he'll be at the game on Monday as well, and so fans will get an opportunity to see him, meet him possibly. Um, but we'll we'll likely get a chance to chat with him here in the next few days. But so Wednesday night inside Neville Arena, Auburn eighty-seven, UAH sixty-nine. Auburn opens their regular season on Monday night at home against George Mason. So hope everybody enjoyed today's podcast. We appreciate you guys listening. If you guys did enjoy it, go leave us a five-star review. That's the number one thing that helps us out. The bumper music is by Beats by Mordecai. You guys can follow him on Twitter, SoundCloud, and Instagram. Until the next episode, we'll have the roundtable edition of the show on tomorrow. If you're listening to us on Thursday, we'll have that episode on Friday morning, previewing the Mississippi State game and talking about all the craziness that's gone on in football this week. We will catch you guys later. Everybody have a great rest of the week. Talk to y'all soon.